0: Welcome to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner. Our world is in big trouble and we are in it up to our souls. Be alert because Satan is not done attacking you yet. We need to learn from God's Word how to fight the spiritual war that each of us is engaged in today. So let's join our lesson today.
1: Praise God. Heavenly Father, we thank you, O Lord. Thank you, Father, for the opportunity to speak to your people. We pray, Father, that we would be able to communicate, that they might understand what we are trying to allude to today.
2: We must stay in the Word of God, it is the subject. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise God.
1: I want to ask uh, Evangelist Turner if she would read, Evangelist. I mean, Revelations two and twenty-eight, uh, but first it's going to be Second Peter one and nineteen, uh, Revelations two and twenty-eight, and Revelations twenty-two and sixteen.
0: Amen. Amen. Second Peter, verse one, chapter verse one. Chapter 1, verse 19, excuse me. <clears throat> and it reads We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Praise the Lord. Revelations 22 and 28. Revelations chapter 2 and verse 28. It says, and I will give him the morning star. Last verse, Revelations 22, verse 16. And it says, Jesus, I, no, (laughs) excuse me again. I, Jesus have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and the morning star. Amen. Praise the Lord. And the bright
1: and morning star. Amen. There was a time when Satan had that position. But because he sinned against God, since he sinned against man, that position was moved from him. And the uh, the uh, responsibility for that position has moved into the hands of the S- Son of God, the Word of God, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And we need to understand that when dealing with Satan, we deal with him in strength through the word of God. Not the strength that we have, but he has to obey the word. His, all of his powers was taken away by the word of God. So the devil has to listen. So you don't have the power within yourself, only in Jesus. When Jesus came down, amen, and he conquered Satan, amen, he took all of his powers away, and in Jesus' name, this is where you get your victory, in Jesus' name, whatever your problems might be, you need to remember that in Jesus, all things are possible to accomplish in this word, amen, to accomplish in the word of God.
2: Amen. Praise God. Thank God.
1: You need to know that that's where your strength comes from. Through Jesus. So when you're having problems, trying to live right, remember, when these sins come upon you, when you uh, feel this need to sin, or you see that you have sin, rebuke that sinful spirit, In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, oh, Lord, help me to overcome. Father, we ask you to remove this sinful thought that has come across my mind. I thank you, Lord. I know with you all things are possible. So these evil thoughts that has come across my mind, I'm talking about you, brothers, you sisters and myself, when these thoughts come, rebuke them in Jesus' name and stand on that rebuke in Jesus' name. Know that you can overcome in Jesus' name. Now, you understand how the world seemed to be today. What used to be a terrible thing today in the world that we're living in and the way things are
2: going sinfully, it looks like all things is good. Even evil
1: is good. I remember some things that we used to do years back that we knew was wrong. And once we'd done those things, we felt a repentance coming on. We knew it was wrong. So we remembered, Lord, oh, Lord, help me. But, you know, it's getting to the point now where these sins come on and, this, and, and these desires that you get in your heart to commit a sin, you don't repent anymore. You seem not to be the, you don't see the need anymore to repent of the wrong things that you think. You know, according to the scripture, you do not have to commit the sin of adultery or lying. All you have to do is desire to do it. Get this thing in your heart and desire to
2: commit to sin. Then the sin is done.
1: Remember, your power comes from that that Jesus gave you when he came and allowed himself to go to the cross, to be crucified, that this powers that Satan has, he would no longer have on you. That was the commitment that Jesus had when he came down here to be with us, to walk with us,
2: to free us from Satan.
1: In many cases today, it seems that we've given Satan his power back. Now, how can we give Satan his power back? Simply by not believing that you have the power through Jesus to rebuke Satan in Jesus' name. If you can't get this in your heart, in your mind, Satan has the victory. Satan has the victory over you. So the sacrifice that your big brother made, I'm talking about Jesus, the sacrifice that he made for you and me is null and void because we do not believe.
2: We do not believe.
1: I believe, but I'm afraid brothers it's come to the point where I've got to say, I don't think you believe. And if you don't believe, That means that you're given the power back to Satan. That Jesus came and died to make you free. That you would have power in Jesus' name. What am I talking about here? Things that is sinful, that goes against the teaching of God. You know, we try to justify some sins like adultery, fornication, uh, lusting as a natural thing so we don't have to repent. It is a natural thing, but you have to keep it under control, your control, the power you did not have before Jesus ascended into the myth, to the abyss. You have now, because he ascended into the abyss, he took Satan on in a war to free you, to free me. You have to believe that. Without the faith, without believing it, you have no power. And when you do things like this, when you have no faith, you're giving the power that Jesus gave you through his sacrifice back to Satan. The power you should have, you've just freely given it, or you just don't use it, which is the same thing. Why? How can you have these powers, uh, the ability to stand against Satan, to rebuke sin out of your life in the name of Jesus, if you don't use it or if you don't believe it? They've taken sin
2: that God wiped away, gave you the power to stay free. We've just given this power back to Satan. And we, you, and many others have become more wicked, wicked every day. Things
1: that we used to be conscious of being wrong, now we've accepted it as being right. Well, everybody's doing it. Just because a lot of people are doing it doesn't make it right. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Praise God. Satan tries to put on the appearance of everyday
2: living and sinning. is a natural thing.
1: And we are accepting this, not trying to do anything about it. You know, he'll even show you people that are claiming to be
2: men and women of God doing wrong
1: in your presence. And you are accepting it because they said that they are too, men and women of God. If it goes against the word, it is wrong. Regardless who says it. If it goes against the word of God, it's wrong. And you're going to have to stand up and speak it. It is wrong, and I rebuke this sin in
2: Jesus' name. I want to be saved. I want to be like the thief that found his way while on the cross. You have to have that same attitude. Lord, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom.
1: Now, that, that, that thief knew he had been wrong all of his life. It was a natural thing to steal. Now he's caught. Now he's going to pay the penalty. He didn't say, save me from this terrible death that's got to become a, a part of. Of, of of the sins that I committed that's gonna cause me to to, to be crucified today. He, he he didn't say anything like that. He just said to Lord speaking to Jesus,
2: when you come into your kingdom, remember me. He repented of his sins you have to have that same mind. If you are a liar, and you know that you're a liar, Lord Jesus, move this lying spirit from me. In Jesus' name, remove the lying spirit from me. Lord, Remove this alcoholic spirit from me. I pray thee, Almighty, in Jesus' name. Move this
1: alcoholic spirit from me. Mean it, knowing you want to quit, knowing that it's wrong, knowing that your only help is coming from God. In Jesus' name. Lord,
2: Remove this alcoholic spirit from me.
1: Lord, remove this lying spirit from me. Lord, remove this adulterous spirit from me. Lord, remove this murderous spirit from me. Lord, remove this homosexual spirit from me. God is able everything in word or deed should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.
2: Regardless of what kind of sin you are committing or you've committed, if you desire to be delivered, you can be. Lord, deliver me from this adulterous spirit.
1: You really want to be a changed man. Or change, woman, you want this
2: spirit moved from you. Speak up. In Jesus' name, Almighty God, the Creator of all things, deliver me, O oh God. Deliver me, I pray thee, in Jesus' name.
1: Whatever your sin might be. Some people use excuses while I was born like this. I suppose when you came out of your mama's womb, you came out lying. That's not true. These things happen after you were
2: born. Yeah. Alcoholism,
1: you came here as an alcoholic? No. Why could you say the sin that you have, you were born with it? You're an adulteress. You're a homosexual. Uh, I was born like this. This is what the devil wants you to believe, that you were born with this sin, not that you became a liar after you were born. He don't want you to think that. He don't want you to think that you became an adulteress after you were born. Now, you can accept that. Most people can't. No, I guess I became a liar after I was born. But I was gay at the time I was born. I was born homosexual. That's not true. Not any more than you were born a liar. Not any more than you were born an alcoholic. Not any more than you were born a murderer or a murderess. Oh, you weren't born like that. You became that after you were born. Well, well when I first remember that I, I'm a man and I like women, I was a young adult. Yeah, because that spirit lied dormant in your body. That spirit came into you as a child and just laid there until he could take advantage of your house, of your body regardless of what it is, if you were a murderer, you didn't come into this world born a murderer or a murderess. You wasn't born like that. Why do you want to say God made you like that? <clears throat> if God made you like that, then that means it's right. God didn't make you like that. God does not make mistakes like that. But what is happening is your mom or your dad out of ignorance didn't know how to lay hands on you and rebuke spirits that was not of God out of you because nobody probably told them.
2: We perish. We perish today, God's people, from the lack of knowledge. Now, that doesn't mean I was born knowing what I know now. I had to go through something. I had to go through something. I thank God for giving me the opportunity to overcome. I thank God for giving me the opportunity to overcome. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I wasn't always thinking like I think today. I wasn't always like that. There was a time in my life when I
2: enjoyed my sin. I really did. I think most people enjoy sin. But if you know it's sin, you need to
1: put it behind you. You understand what I'm saying to you? Whatever the sin might be, rebuke it in Jesus' name. We tend to want to make one sin worse than others. But if it's going to send you to hell, all of the sins that you committed are on an equal plane. They all are going to send you to hell. You're going to have to be rid of all of these things. All those sins. I have a friend, and I know her heartaches. She have this daughter that's an alcoholic, a good person, a good employee,
2: but she come home before she get home, she goes by the liquor store and buy
1: her whiskey. Goes home, take the whiskey, put it on the table, do all of the things she needs to do to prepare for work the next day. Clean her house, clean her clothes, whatever she needs to do.
2: Then she goes to the table and she sits down with that alcoholic spirit and
1: They drink together and they talk together and she answers the spirit. The spirit talks to her and they just communicate and she just enjoy the communication between herself
2: and that alcoholic spirit. (sighs) They have people that are murderous and they're likewise.
1: They go and they talk, communicate with each other. No doubt that they laugh and communicate because they enjoy what they're doing. They enjoy murdering other
2: other people. They enjoy it.
1: So we, we want to take one and make it worse than the other. But I tell you, if the sin that you're committing is going to take you to hell or keep you out of heaven, then you need to stop. You need to stop. And the only way you're going to be able to stop, you're going to have to make up your mind that you no longer want to commit these sins, and you've got to make up your mind that this happened to you while you were a child. That's why you're gay. That's why you're a liar. That's why you're a murderous. That's why. Because a spirit came in and used your body as an apartment. He needed a place to live. He did not have a house like you have. You are a blessed person, and you just don't know it. God loved you so that out of, out of the, all of the millions of spirits he could have chose from, he chose you and gave you a body. I knew you before you were placed in your mother's womb. What, are he, what is he talking about? He chose
2: you to have a body. He placed you
1: in your mother's womb. He allowed your mother to conceive and give birth. The one thing that your mother probably didn't know, and I'm pretty sure she didn't, or your father, that they needed to pray for you, keep you close to God. And the reason they didn't is because they probably wasn't close to God either. And the pastors today are not teaching about the spirit of God, how they work and how to speak against the devils, the, the evils that the devils have on His side, and how to rebuke them in Jesus' name. Then teach how to protect yourself. We as pastors, leaders in the church, part of a part of the body of Christ, is supposed to communicate. You you know what? People don't like me because I tell them these things and how to help themselves. You know, if I was teaching that once saved, always saved, all you got to do is believe that Jesus is Son of God, I'd be getting all kinds of blessings in the mail. I wouldn't have to worry about how to pay my podcast money. I wouldn't have to worry about finances because it would come in. Because I'm not saying things to hurt your feelings. I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but I have to tell the truth. And if that hurts your feelings, so be it. I'm sorry, but I got to tell you that I love you. God gave me one thing that I hold very dear to my heart, and that is the love. For fellow man, my fellow man. When I say my fellow man, I'm talking about both men. Both men. God has given me a
2: love for both men. Man and woman. Somebody told me years ago when I became a teacher.
1: Boy, you're wasting your time. You could be making so much money because you have these gifts and it's nothing but money making gifts. <sighs> but because God gave me a love for my
2: fellow man in order to help them, I wanted to be a teacher in order to commit, uh, in order to help them to become a prosperous man. Now. I, you notice I didn't say anything about being born again when I became a teacher. When I became a teacher, I was not born again myself. But I still had the love of my fellow man.
1: So what I'm trying to say to you, what I'm trying to say to you, we all have to grow. At the time, I didn't realize that I had a calling that was going to cause me
2: to be financially strapped.
1: Because when I was doing my air conditioning and my teaching for HISD, I had plenty of money. I had plenty of money. But when I became a preacher and I started preaching the word and trying to tell the people what God wants them to know, my finances just fell off to the side. They're no longer there. And I reach out to people like you and I said, look, I can't do this job or I could do it more proficiently if I had the funds to do it with. Are you one of those that sent us financial help so that we could continue this broadcast and go a little further? Chances are not. Chances are you're not one of those. It It doesn't make a difference whether I care about you or not. You probably feel like, well, if Jesus called you, if God called you to do this, he'll take care of your finances. God take care of his people through his people. Did you know that? God takes care of his people through his people. Now, I know they got preachers out there that are fleecing. I'm just not one. But because I'm not fleecing like a lot of the preachers, I get no help at all. But regardless of what
2: I can do, I will do. But if you can help me to get this word out, I
1: appreciate it. I'm not going to stop. I might be limited because you will not help me to get the word out. But I'm going to tell you this. It doesn't make any difference whether you're a murderer or whether you're homosexual. If you don't get it right, you're going to hell. Simple as that. My job is to tell you, if you're not right, you have time to get it right. And the way you get it right is in Jesus' name. Lord,
2: help me. I was
1: doing my thing in my 30s. I enjoyed the sins I was committing. I didn't hurt anybody. If I hurt anybody, it was me. Maybe standing out too late. Maybe drinking too much. You know? But in spite of
2: my drinking, my whoring around, I found a way to go to school and try to help myself. Then, I found that I had a calling on my life and I accepted it. And it's been hell ever since. But I willing to go through this hell until God called me home. If you can help Evangelist
1: Turner and myself, to get this word out, I would appreciate it. I'm sure God would appreciate it. And I'm telling you this. I know what people are saying. If God really called you to do this, he will see to it that you have the money to do this. But God works through people to help his people. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I know there are preachers out there that takes advantage and fleece in the sheep. So because your heart is not right, you're going to throw everybody, all preachers, in the same basket. And that's just not true. They have some people out here that love the Lord, that want to do the right thing, that have done the wrong thing, but was able to pull themselves loose at least enough to get up and speak out against sin. Now, you can be a real nice guy and be on your way to hell. That's right. You can. Be a real nice person, real nice lady. You don't do any wrong. You don't do any, hurt anybody. You go to church every Sunday. But if you don't get yourself together, whether you're going to church or not, if you don't do the right thing, you're going to go to hell right there in church. Just going to church is not the answer. The going to church is a step forward, true. But you're going to have to get an understanding of what God wants you to do. Sometimes you've got to walk away and read your Bible for yourself and try to get with people that love the Lord and is out here struggling, trying to make it, like me.
2: I know it's hard. I know it's hard,
1: but Jesus came and died because he loved you. I'm out here struggling, trying to get the word out to you because I love you. And for the same reason that I love you is a uh, reverse reason is why you refuse to help
2: us to help you or to help people like you. That's right. That's right. But I'm not going to stop. As long as I can pay this fee, I'll do that. But I would do more if I had more people like you willing to help us. I thank you. I thank you. I thank God for
1: blessing me to finally get my feet on solid ground on this road of holiness. People don't even know what holiness means. They think just because they say, I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, now I'm Holy Ghost filled. That's junk. You are saved. How long are you going to be saved? I don't know. Because you don't have strength. You get strength through the Holy Ghost. People don't even teach you about the Holy Ghost anymore. They talk about it like it's a bad thing. The Holy Ghost is a third entity party.
2: In the Trinity. Did you know that? The third brother. The third spirit. The third God. Oh Lord. Through him. You can gather some strength.
1: Through Jesus. If you notice that. When Jesus came. He talked about God. When the Holy Ghost came. He talked about the word, Jesus. They never talked about each other, but they supported each other. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Supporting one another. Not selfishly.
2: Y'all pray for us. Pray for us over here.
1: We're in dire need of help. We're in dire need of help. I'm going to continue if I'm hurting your feelings, I got to continue to hurt your feelings until you get it right. Until you get it right. Everything in word or deed, you do all in the name of Jesus. The Holy Ghost is a third part. That is where your strength comes from, your growth your ability to stay with God, because if you just believe that the the word uh, 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 of God is Jesus, and that's all you believe, you're not trying to grow in knowledge and understanding. You just believe. But you go on by doing everything that everybody else do, acting like everybody else (sighs) acts. There's
2: something wrong with you.
1: You're supposed to grow in God. It's like when you first get saved, you're in the elementary school. Over a period of time, you're supposed to be growing. Then the next thing you know, you're in the sixth grade. Next thing you know, you're in high school. Next thing you know, you're in going to college. Next thing you know, you're, 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 you're working on your masters. You're, not, you're working on your doctrine. You continue to grow. Oh, Lord. That's what God expect He expect his children to get stronger like you extract your babies they come up crawling huh then they come the next thing you know they're walking and next thing you know that little fella running oh God God expect us expect you to stay a baby all your life you're supposed to grow y'all pray for us pray for us. Pray for yourselves. We thank you. Until next time. Until next time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God.
0: Thank you for listening to Learning How to Fight Spiritual Warfare with Dr. James Turner and Evangelist Josephine Turner of First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ located in Rochelle, Texas, Texas. Seven seven five 8, 3. It is our prayer that you will gain more spiritual knowledge from the word of God and learn how to stay free from the strongholds of evil that come against you in your life. We welcome your tax-deductible donations sent to First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rosharon, Texas, 77583. That's First Non-Denominational Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, located at 900 Long Street, Rocharan, Texas. Or cash app, dollar sign FND Church. Again, cash app, dollar sign FND Church. You can also email Dr. Turner at turnerman at yahoo.com. turnerman at yahoo.com.